The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. And welcome to A Feast for Bros. Today we're talking about <laughs> Season 8, Episode 4, which is The Last of the Starks. And it was another hour and a half episode, and it seems like everyone has an opinion about this one. I think it's actually, I was looking at IMDb, and it's the lowest rated Game of Thrones episode ever. Yeah, by uh, quite a, so, a little bit, yeah. By, by a significant too. margin, actually. None of them none of them had been below an 8.0, and this one, I think, is like a 7.3 or something. So it's, it's quite... It's quite uh, controversial. In any event, I'm your host, Sean Solis, and looking forward to talking about this one today. Um, I am joined by my dear friends who are also on this cast. We've got Jack Newman. Well, let me tell you something. It's my oh, birthday, God. so I get to talk a minute. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm going to not be that drunk. But my point is this this was just to start off the argument on the side of saying this was the worst episode ever. I don't think it was. I think there are worse episodes of Games of Thrones. This is a particularly bad one. I just think that fan outrage was so high that, you know, that's why it got rated that lowly. Because I think, I, think, I think it's a combination. It's a one-two punch combination of the last two episodes is my take. Yeah. Fair enough. We'll, 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 we'll dive into it. So we've also got uh, Ben Holworth on the cast. Hello. I returned after my um, Martin Luther-esque <laughs> proclamation that was read on this uh, <laughs> podcast. Uh, and I'm back. And I'm not any less grumpy, I'm afraid. Um, though I was actually less grumpy about the first episode, the previous episode, because it's like, I did like the, the music. <laughs> there were some scenes I liked. Uh, oh, the music was great last. Yeah, it was yeah, a good, yeah, yeah. So it felt, was. Yeah, so I had, a, I had to condense it down to five hundred words. Who, who wants to hear me talk for that long? So this one, I'm not <laughs> as uh, uh, positive on. <laughs> That's saying a lot, I guess. Uh, and I, we I, also uh, we also got Jenna. Hey, Jenna. Hey, glad to be back. Um, yeah, feeling pretty grumpy overall about this episode, but I kind of like what Jack said. I think it's just a cumulative, like compilation of this whole season is slowly I, like showing its fear. I don't me. I don't hate the first two episodes. I don't hate them. I don't hate them. <laughs> I like the first two episodes. I, I actually one of them in there I think is I think the episode when he came back is actually like pretty good. I just I think episode three and four good God. Yeah, I mean I am more upset about three than I am about this one, but we'll like we'll, I would agree we'll with that. I would it. agree with that. I would agree with that. We this is there has to be some table setting in this season, so I'm like a little bit more forgiving. I get why it pisses people off though. Yeah. Oh, well, there is a Starbucks. All right. on well, the top hold on, hold table, on. I gotta so. I gotta introduce Trevor. I got Hey Trevor, how's it going? Hey. I'm here. I got notes. I got ideas. Let's have fun. <laughs> I got notes. All right. God, so God with, knows the show wasn't fun. With, with that said, hey. Hey. sorry. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm here all night. We're all on the same page. It's literally my Sean. goal is to see how off track I can get shot tonight. That's literally. <laughs> that's literally what I came into this night deciding to do. Seriously. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the... I'll, I'll just my you know I I don't think this this episode is is it doesn't deserve the hate that it's been getting. Um, oh, there are significantly worse episodes in Game of Thrones, and this one I thought was 
it, you know. Okay, San, Sansa, the Sansa had, rape episode is pretty goddamn bad, dude. Uh, it's like... Well, no, apparently in this yeah. episode, she says that's the best thing that happened yeah, to her. Yeah, I think oh, that's God. even worse. Yeah. Okay, okay. I think no, that's even worse. Are. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I didn't think about that. I didn't see that. I didn't see that coming at me. That's pretty bad. <laughs> ah, shit. That's the thing that she said, yeah. Um, yeah. it, it might be the worst episode yet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh Jesus! All right, so let's let's okay, start so at the beginning. The let's start Bye. at the beginning. So, uh, you know, the first the first scene is they're kind of they're back at Winterfell. Basically, they're kind of lighting the pyres of all of the dead who who perished at the at the last battle. Um. And it's it's you know it's kind of a nice emotional scene, and then from there they kind of shift into uh, this scene where they're all kind of hanging out and having a feast, right? Which is like the most and fucking awkward know. scene ever, right? <laughs> you know, like Danny's just kind of hanging I, out, really pissed I, off. I yeah. have two cents about this, and I, and this is this is a shitty thing to say. And I, I I don't know. Maybe my take about some of the problems that here the at the end of Game of Thrones is that a lot of the interplay. And relationships sort of hinge on the Danny John relationship, which first off happened very quickly and very fast in the previous season. There's not like a lot of relationship time for them to build up a very solid relationship. Like, you know, it's one of the I think it was I think I was shocked out of it when Jorah died last episode and I was like, oh, man, that's such a better relationship than John. Like, why are you saying you love John over Jorah? Fuck you, bitch. Like, come on. What what do you want out of a guy here? Because he, he, he's not Jorah. He's fucking John. He's mopey as all fuck. I don't know. Anyways, but the point is. That's how life goes, dude. That's how it is. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's not going down this road. It's not going Nice, down. nice, 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 Jorah's finished last. Jorah's rise up. Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Man, we are off to a great start. My point is, my point is, is that the rest of this show hinges primarily on the John and Danny relationship. And I'm just pointing out that we are now hinging this entire show on probably the two worst actors on this show. And I'm not even really insulting them. I'm just commenting on the quality of the cast and we're not leading off with like we're not leading off with Sean Bean now. We're leading off with Eric. You know, like I don't dislike what's her face, Amelia Clark, uh, Amelia Clark, Amelia Clark's and 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 uh, Harrington. But like, I I just think that like you know in terms they're of boring. Actor, they're boring. It, I, they're, I, yeah, boring. they're boring. They're boring. And also the actors around them have grown so much. Like even the young actresses, like Arya's pretty good actress like she i think she's actually got some stage chops and and sophie turner definitely has stage chops so like sort of just sort of i guess like you know this rest of the series is going to be carried on well, the come on of, man like the writing doesn't give them a lot isn't doing them favors this right, but like, like, critiquing how, how, the how, actors how, is like a moot point here perfect <laughs> perfect it's all of the above that you're right trevor <laughs> yeah so i you know going back to this initial scene there's a lot going on and I think they're trying to build up Danny as being kind of jealous of John because John has the loyalty of the North and I kind of get what they're doing there. But at the same time, if you kind of follow Danny's character arc, right, where she, you know, is able to build up the loyalty of the Dothraki and, and, you know, she's kind of seeing what she's done in John, but at the same time, 
I just I don't necessarily get her being jealous of that, right? Like I've never viewed her as someone who's just like this ruthless like I want I I will sit on the you know on the iron throne and it can't be anybody else. I mean I I don't know. It it just didn't it didn't play well with me. That was one of the things that I I was kind of upset about. Um I don't know. What were your thoughts on that? Did did it make sense that she was jealous of John in that sense that she, that he has the loyalty of the north? Um No, it's what, character assassination. Yeah. Yeah. I mostly agree. I think well I think it makes sense in the long term. I just think this episode rushes full sprint oh, into it. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I really want to hear Jenna's take because I know Danny's one of her favorites, which I think like Danny could be one of my favorite characters in the book. Not that I've read them all yet, but I think there's a big difference. No, no, it's Trevor. It's fine. We're too. white and we have penises. So we enjoy Tyrion. That's just a fact. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. My thing is just like, I, one, definitely agree with that. It's way too fast for this very quick shift, but two, my, I'm just, like what I found really frustrating about that whole thing is that it's such a trope. Like I'm tired of seeing the female characters are all going to be snarky and bitchy to each other and they're going to be jealous. And like, it's just, it's getting really old. It, honestly, it feels like pettiness. Like it feels like gender yeah. pettiness to you a little bit. Doesn't it like between her yeah, and Sansa exactly, and the hand holding yeah. thing? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. That's exactly what I mean. It's just like now we're just playing to the most like base gender stereotypes ever and it's boring. Whereas before you had like powerful, you know, <laughs> characters. Now it's just like, okay, who's going to be jealous in this episode? Who's going to double cross this person? Mm. I don't know. Well, Arya is still like real, like arguably rational, I guess. But yeah, that's the thing is like Danny has never been <sighs> Danny's never been the most rational person in the way she makes decisions. She kind of just um, flies by the seat of her pants a bit, but like this will tie into some of Danny's relationships. But also, Danny's never had a friend who isn't a slave. Also, just pointing. Out. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> good point. Like well, I don't. Her, I don't that'll herself, tie in. That'll tie into other commentary about another character later on in the show. How about she that? herself was a slave. Let's let's not forget. Um, but like the one. notion that she has to kill everybody in order to defeat tyrants is like the most irrational thing. Like the paranoia about John in this scene in the in the banquet like isn't that irrational to me it's like when we by the where we are with the by the end of the episode where we're like justifying genocide to like free people from tyranny is like yeah okay, yeah I, little, don't, I, I, I totally like she should be very concerned about john i don't disagree with that at all i totally agree with you it's just it's just we it took us an episode from like danny being rational to danny genocide that's that's yeah that's, like, that's what, it is like, character you know, assassination i agree and, and that's exactly like ever since I don't remember which episode we were talking about John, but ever John, Jesus Christ, I'm okay. His I'm name is legally him. John. It is. I, legally. I know, but I have never called him that in my life. I was about to say that's good. It was. It did. It, did, it was like, a little traumatic. To it me. was. <laughs> no, I, like, I have no idea where that came from. It was unsettling. Oh, okay. do you do you think well, he's like a moody Kit Harrington? More so, hello, Josh. I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm very weirded oh, out. Oh, oh, like, <laughs> it's only, it's only perfect because you're so uncomfortable. It's the best part. <laughs> anyway, every time oh, oh my goodness! Go. Uh, no, ever since you said how the writers are writing her. 
I that's resonated with me because that's exactly what they're doing is they're taking away like who she's supposed to be as a character and they're just they're making her in like they're setting up this whole mad queen bullshit and I'm not here for it. So I, I think, think I think it's writing. Go ahead, Sean. Sorry. No, I think I think the Mad Queen thing makes sense. It's just that they've rushed it here. Uh, I feel like George R. R. Martin had his his vision of what was going to play out in the last two seasons, which I think are effectively going to be the last two books. But it's just happened so quickly because he hasn't written them yet. Right? It's it's kind of falling into this problem where. The showrunners are trying to, you know, they they know what the larger plan of the novels are, but because it hasn't been written yet, they're just trying to get it done so quickly. The fact that this is six episodes, I think, it's just a mistake. They should have, they should have, you know, stretched it out into a ten, the ten episode season. Not only because I, totally I enjoy, agree. I think we need at least one more. It, but oh, you mean, it, you mean, you know, if you're gonna turn Danny into the Mad Queen, it, it just can't happen in one episode, right? Like it's it, it's too big of a character transformation for that. Sean, this is ridiculous. I mean, obviously, it makes complete and logical sense for uh, Jamie to uh, have sex with Brienne, fall in love with oh, her, betray oh, her, we got leave there. her oh, in one fucking oh, episode. Oh, oh, we oh, got there. Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> it makes fuck. total sense that she gets her entire army, they get completely decimated by a couple of pointy sticks, and then she gets really mad. <laughs> And then gets turned into a crazy person by the next episode. Like I mean, it all really I mean, pays off. It, like it's what they've been building to. It subverts your expectations. It's really you know, it's good writing. It's because <laughs> I mean the Jamie the Jamie problem is because, and I'm just gonna say this. It's because they have both like they're trying to both get to GRM's story, which is obviously that Jamie eventually kills Cersei. Right. And they, they're trying to get to that part of the story while also desperately trying to suck off as many fans as they can. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's like, it that's did, the problem. It did feel fan service It did. It like, did. You didn't need it to was see them all it up. was. Because yeah. God help me, if I'm not like, if I'm not like a, I don't know what the cute name cross between uh, Tormund, Giants, Bane, and Brienne uh, Tien? No, that's that's a terrible Dragon Ball Z character. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna say Bremen, Bre Bremen. Oh that's that's my thing. That's my thing. You're, I think you're that's literally we're killing me. <laughs> it's literally a slow motion murder by words. <laughs> but yeah, I just—it was too. I agree. It was. It was too quick. I mean, I I get what they were trying to do there, but it it didn't. It didn't. It didn't make any sense. I. It's it's just it, so angsty. It's like no, I'm bad. I'm bad. I don't deserve. Like it's I. It makes sense for him to go back to Cersei to like kill her, but then why doesn't he say that to Brienne? Why does he like make it every implication that he's going back to her because she loves her when clearly he's going back to like kill her? If anything makes sense, right? Yeah, like, they just, had, they just had to really be subversive. Up, they had really set up but a great also- character arc for Jamie where he, he, I think, has probably the most complex character arc in the entire in the entire show, where he really starts off as this douchey character who you don't really yeah. like at all and. He's become, you know, he's, he's redeemed himself and you're rooting for him at the end. And now it's just like, but why? Like, I don't understand how he's just like shifting back to his old Jamie. And I, 
And they didn't really explain what he's going to do. Um, again, it's something that might have made sense if they had more episodes to tell the story, but it's just become so compressed because I think they're going to leave the last mm-hmm. two episodes to be just a big fight scene. So it's like, okay, all our plot development has to happen in this one hour and a half long episode. And it, it just... I... Except, so to that point, Sean, that's exactly what was wrong with this whole episode is everything is rushed and compressed. So we see things that make no sense in any way. And like, just it's everything about this episode was compressed. Like how much, how much fan service can we shove in this time and have no logic whatsoever? It just has to be like, whatever we expect. I think that's, I think that's the issue is that like, it's, it's obvious to me that they've, that they've attempted to compress the fan service into the long night. And now they're heading back to the story that actually was intended. That's that's what's bothering me. Everybody's doing the long night and they all survive. Hot damn. And and now it's back to what we think it is. And I just it's upsetting, man. Like I'd rather go watch the last Jedi for fuck's sake. Wow. Oh, wow. I want that on a cross stitch. I want that. Sorry, only only Ben will be like, oh, it's the worst thing ever for Jack. <laughs> um I guess another linear to try and um what the fuck, Gendry? Like um, what do you mean, Gendry? <laughs> Gendry's like totally makes sense. He's like, God, yeah, dude. That's the only part that did. No, like, he, he, like, oh, that was his, the, his thought process. How awkward this episode is. Like, as soon as he gets down one knee, I'm like, oh, Gendry, what are you doing? Come on, you know. <laughs> why? You why? Know better what, than that. I, I guess like this thing is like, me, like my sister literally called me and she's like, why the fuck didn't she accept Gendry's offer? Like, just, like my little sister got like really mad about me. She's she's <laughs> called me like she's called me three times about Thrones stuff. <laughs> In the last week, and like the Gendry thing was like the thing. <laughs> like she's well, like, what? She was the right fuck? about. She was right about the crypt. So I don't want to say she just doesn't know what she's talking about. But like, why would Gendry think that? It's not like he doesn't know her. I don't know. No, he doesn't know her. He doesn't know anything about her. She. He's not like. Oh, well, guys, this is not exactly the era of like people who knew each other before they got married. Like, no, no, I'm not. Because that, that was my point. Like, I totally, I don't understand why Arya didn't accept. It's like, it makes go be happy. Sense. God damn it. Yeah. Again, she knows she has a bigger purpose. What's she's got like, a bigger purpose, purpose? Fan service. She's not gonna host <laughs> parties. No purpose. Whoa. Sorry, her I'm purpose very sorry. Definitely <laughs> to kill everyone off her list. Like, sorry, I'm, what, I'm really sorry, Jenna. Which, me and Trevor just like lost our mind like, for two seconds. Another, just like, I, okay, I, I hey, speak for yourself. <laughs> my my point is, is, like her whole purpose when Ned was beheaded is killing everyone on her list. That's fair. That's fair. Someone on her list. So her, she's not going to be like, no, I'm going to give up my dreams to go marry this man that I fucked. Instead, she's going to be like, um, I have something to do. Peace. Like, I, I I appreciate you giving what is in an unrational character based episode a uh, one character or rationality that I can cling to. <laughs> you know, I have to have some kind of hope because I love this series, and last night I was crushed. Like mm. really bad. I, I was I was crushed by how fucking long the table ep- like literally like we were at the table setting the table forever. I understand that there are like you can poke holes in this episode and I understand that it's and Tormund a- wouldn't just it's fuck another girl just because he got blown off once. There's a lot of holes, and and I think we've identified what the problem is: is that they've tried to do too much in in too few episodes. 
However, putting all of that aside, like it was an entertaining episode. I I, I, I disagree. Like, like all the, the dialogue hour. to me was just like <laughs> the most ham-handed, in your face, <laughs> unbelievable. Like I love you, but I can't be with you. And it's just like crummy <laughs> soap opera garbage. It was just like yeah, constantly like. Can I? There wasn't even good music to go with it. <laughs> and it's a, it's also a- it's also like let's be honest. If I was Arya, it, that'd be like where I like she just goes and it, and she was leaving anywhere. Like I really wanted that character just to him to like turn around and her to like Batman him, and that's like <laughs> yeah, that's like it. That would have been like I would have I would have died and rolled around on the floor and, and like, been all for the next part of her storyline. Sam's like, like I whatever. hate it when she does that. She's like oh Batman. Yeah. Here's <laughs> the question. He I becomes have. Commissioner Gordon yeah, in his next life. Get a good mustache. Because yeah. there, there's the whole there's a whole debate about who's gonna ultimately kill Cersei, whether it's Arya or you know Jamie. Right? If it's not Jamie, I riot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, those are the have everything. Like she's literally killed everyone she wanted to, plus the Night King. Like, why does she get to be the only character who ha- is like happy in the show? <laughs> Fan favorite. Yeah, don't forget as uh, Sansa, uh, your favorite character, Jenna, pointedly pointed out. Uh, but Arya killed the Night King. <laughs> like, that was just my one of my least like. I I get the you know I've been like the apologist for Sansa all this time, and between like the um, you know the thing we brought up earlier, uh, Survivor kind of weirdly written statement, and now for like her to still be like. Uh, you know, plotting well, little I, finger style uh, at this point, and then that being yeah, her justification. Here's here's what I here's what I get. I hate about Sansa's character is that we've had this creation, this transformation of Sansa into this political actor. Why the fuck are you pissing the Dragon Queen off left and right? Like, what is your plan? Here? Like, what's her end game? <laughs> yeah, like, know. if you want to take back the North, why are you just like being like semi animos, like just giving general animosity to the bitch, like stabbing? Like what? What's the? What's the? That 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 would have. Oh, sorry, I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> because she's a coward, just like Littlefinger was. Like manipulate behind the scenes because that's what she can do like, versus why? actually be up front. I guess that was Littlefinger too. Between both of you. Yeah, I was. I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand well, I, what her I, ultimate goal. I I really don't. Um, especially now that everyone's left the north, and I guess she's trying to like. Screw over Danny by telling everyone that John is, you know, Aegon Targaryen, but it doesn't seem like that's really going to have a huge impact unless Varys is somehow going to pull some sort of like rabbit out of the hat and ultimately overthrow Danny. But I just I don't see how that happens. I think uh, propaganda, like uh, send like send out the ravens the way Stannis did back in season one, and like somehow. Well, but that's ultimately that's ultimately just going to backfire. Exactly. It's well, going to backfire. So I have a- I have a theory about how they're going to authenticate it. It's like really off the wall, but this is the only way they could is if uh, how how um, Howland Reed comes through. So it would be super Wait, random. The dead guy. Howland, Howland Reed. No, is he's not, not dead. Dead, dead oh, to how? the show because they haven't dead. shown him in like right. twenty he, years. He's never been in the show. It's, it's only been his. Oh, the father yeah. is Howland, right? But, Sorry. Yeah, the, yeah. and the, also he's literally only been shown as a kid. Oh really? Oh, no, okay. I know, but the the father was there. At, he's the only like living being that knows John was born of right, Diana. right. The rest like reading in books or you know these weird creepy things. 
Um, and other than that, like, he, so I don't think that they would pull him out to be a weird twist. Yeah, and he doesn't have, like, that point. much influence, does he, like, politically? No, he has none, but they need some kind of proof. Yeah. The three-eyed raven saw it. <laughs> yeah, I... I and the I, book. <laughs> Like, says one do people in this universe care about what books say? You remember last? Yeah. You remember last season when I Get said, "God, I just part. wish Game of Thrones would be risky again and give me a surprise." Well, you know, this is—I have no idea what's going to happen, and I hate myself. So, biggest surprise! Yeah, disappointments we made along the way. That's the biggest surprise. Please, please, Sean, I mean, I car- think we carry all, on. We all knew. Uh, so, I, what, what, yeah, I mean, I think we all knew where they were going with this, right? Because we were talking last season that, you know, Danny would ultimately run into this kind of decision she has to make about whether she wants to burn King's Lane to the ground and she's going to become the Mad Queen. And these were all things that we anticipated happening. And, I think it's a good, you know, it, it'll be fun to watch that dilemma play out, and I, I'm really excited about it. I think she will be the Mad Queen in the sense that she just decides to like fucking burn to the ground, but then she has to grapple with it, and that's how the how that how probably the show is going to end. Um, oh wait, can I can I just slip in my theory because that reminds me of burning to the ground? Yeah. So I'm terrified that it's going to happen. So I'm still really hoping that Daniel redeems himself. I'm not on this Mad Queen train yet, but. None of you are surprised by that, I realize. Yeah, no, but... but I, so, my, this is my, like, grand theory that I'm really proud of, actually, is that, so she comes in to burn King's Landing, she's pissed off, rightfully so, and the wildfire explodes, and the whole city goes up. Like, she sets, she's sets the one the that sets of off the, the wildfire? wildfire? Like, not, not, not purposely, but I think she's gonna go in and start burning the city on Rogan, and I think that it'll light the wildfire. The wildfires in pockets all over the city or all under the city. Mm. And so I, Sorry, and Cersei gets her pyrrhic victory that way. <laughs> well, or Cersei blows up in a like gust of wildfire. <laughs> but I think because <laughs> be we haven't, we haven't heard about the wildfire in a long time. So uh, my counter argument would be that I thought the majority of the wildfire was used up in the yeah, season when it was used in the Battle of Blackwater Bay. So I don't think it's in play, but like you never know because Cersei's fucking. I can't crazy. remember if they know how to make it. They know how to make it, don't they? They do, yeah. yeah. They, were, they can just they make more. Highburn was. Yeah. So and it was, now that we're talking about that, an interesting point that they raise is that uh, at the very end they have the, you know, the party, and it's a very small party, weirdly, of Daenerys's folks, and it's her and Tyrion. And Tyrion, like, marches out, and at the very <laughs> last minute, uh, Cersei decides that she's not going to have the archers kill Tyrion. And I was just like, what why <laughs> like why would right? she not have him killed i don't understand <laughs> like what do you think what is her angle did, did that i did just for me that didn't really make sense as like a character choice and they were they were kind of messing around with the audience i think because there were two different times in this episode where you thought Tyrion was like definitely gonna die um and the fact that he survived just kind of blows my mind i was i was really expecting him to die this episode i don't know about anyone else I, I see. I'm this not surprised. is. I'm not surprised at all. I, I, re- Tyrion, Tyrion. I mean, I think I have him somewhere in the thing, but like, I bet you Tyrion makes it to the end. Tyrion's too good a character to like have a last, 
like a, some sort of last pithy line about the whole series as a whole. That's that's my take on Tyrion. Is that T- Tyrion or Sam have to make it to the end to like be like, oh, like that's 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 <laughs> what'll happen. Like he's also such dead weight as a from a writing perspective that I like. <laughs> I wish he was dead at this point, almost. But like, no, totally agree. Mm, totally. Yeah, agree. I don't. I don't see it happening now. I mean, yeah. fuck. Because you know. there's too many people that have a relationship with Cersei at this point for him to matter in that regard. That's the problem. But why would Cersei not kill him when she has the chance? Oh. Well, why did your why did your own pick my son die? Like of all the kids, what? I think he just got her. I, don't, I, I was didn't also struggling me. with that. I was like, how do they even know who she is? I guess from the yeah. Dragon Keep. But know. she also hasn't been uh, a major player besides the love interest for Grey Worm. But capture Grey Worm, capture Tyrion. Like they're all drowning or trying yeah. to swim away. She Why was she her? was like, on a boat. They did have a thing. She got put on a boat. For like it's it's uh, but but they're but right they're stupid. right and it yeah. it's, it they, does they, feel very targety. Yes. You know, like it's very weird. <laughs> Doesn't help that it happens off screen either. Arguably, yes. <laughs> a lot happens off screen in this episode. They want to have like a very, like, again. It's a very soap opery moment where it's like dun, 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 like she's there. Whoa, and like good. <laughs> Golly, Miss Molly, the fucking oh, fast travel in this episode was ludicrous. Wait, major moment. So what do you think the line about Euron not seeing Rigel's body, is that supposed to be like, oh, is he alive? Because I'm pretty sure when you take a huge, you know, through the throat, you're not going to get any. Two like, through the, like, two through the neck, one through the heart. Yeah, like, I, think yeah I think he's dead. <laughs> I think he's dead. But I think so, too, but they're trying to be all mysterious. Like, well, I didn't see a body because it's. Like until those gases blowed up, he's not coming back. Yeah, I right. Think it's like he's just dead. I think. Yeah, he's dead. He, he was gonna fly out, right? If he didn't fly out, <laughs> then fuck, he's probably dead, man. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it was a weird. I don't. know. It was just the whole deal. Oh, the whole uh, scene was just. Awful. I mean, from like, <laughs> oh from, yeah, from 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 boats sneaking up on it. Can we stop Game of Thrones thinking that boats are sneaky? Boats, <laughs> boats. Yeah, <laughs> and it's also it's one of those things where it's like, oh, she didn't see them and got in range, and Rhaegar bit the bit. Well, okay, like what? What the fuck kind of? What like, the fuck kind of ballistas are you firing? It's like, so perfectly <laughs> like the first three hit him like the most incredible trick shots ever made, and then the rest can't hit him like the broadside of a barn. Is right, like coming right. Yeah. It's like, so what, what well, that me they've that? decided for story reasons this is. What's and gonna like, happen? You no, know, for the fact that they made it, they goddamn oh, they, rail guns. Like it's like Civ Two when you like so upgrade your better. <laughs> like it, you know, it could have been. They could have just. Uh, what, what kills me about that is they they could have very easily written it to make way more sense. Like they could have had a fucking fight, and Rhaegal got killed by the arrows in the fight. Kind of like what happened. Last season, right? Well, like a, a lucky the suddenness shot kind of thing. Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't. I, I think the logic is in conflict with the desire for a sudden twist. In the exactly, show, because exactly. that's the Game of Thrones thing. We kill people suddenly. Where, where, where ah, you, you throw out, that's like, my problem with these last episodes. Is you throw out logic and world building and lore because, like, lore makes it very clear that, like. If you hit a dragon perfectly in the eye with a ballista, it will die. But, like, its scales are not going to get fucking 
killed by it. But like in this, it's like, but what if it came across and it got shot to death? <laughs> like <laughs> that, that was one of my favorite part. Uh, one of the, my favorite commentary about the episode last night was someone was like, so you're telling me Aegon managed to conquer the seven kingdoms and Danny can't keep, you know, her dragons alive. Like they're dying in just silly ways that don't, don't align with history. Well, it's also like, like, it's funny that I like that too, because that's totally like, if it's one of those things, if the Night King had destroyed one of the dragons last episode with another, like, like ballista bolt toss, a dragon fight, death makes sense to me. Like, I didn't get why we kept him alive right. for one well, episode. It does. It does. That's exactly what it is. Exactly what it is. Like, why don't you just animate a beautiful dragon fight? Because you had the money that you barely wasted in darkness. Sorry. We did not touch upon that. Dog fans everywhere. Incensed. That was like the most bullshit thing I've ever seen. He didn't even pet him. He's such a good boy. I have. Like, Ghost is just thanks to the army of the I dead, have, but they these they can't even give him a good goodbye like what is I have a very tinfoil hat theory but I mean wait, go wait, back and what, what are we upset about that he's like staying at the wall <laughs> I have a very tinfoil hat theory which but I think go back in these scenes and watch I think ghost wasn't originally in those scenes and I think no, they realized that they got to the end of the season and they didn't have ghost in any <laughs> of the fucking episode and they're like shit uh, but he's a CGI character. Put him in some shots, you know, like because he never <laughs> acknowledges him ever, and it's like, yeah. it's like Bowfinger. You're like, does he know that he's there? Like, <laughs> yes, that's that's a great thing. <laughs> so wait, I'm just so the, we're we're upset that Ghost is staying at Winterfell and not going. Well, with, just that John was just such a like just such a dick to him. <laughs> right, right. Crap. It's like this that is your literal spirit animal, you asshole. Give him a pet. Just pet him once. And it just shows like the way boy. that the show has stopped caring about certain things. Like before, like every time a direwolf died in the early seasons, it was very it's a big ass deal. And it really hurt me. And like I was very emotional with every direwolf death. And here it was like John looks at him, he's like Dude, Sorry, bro. See you later. <laughs> you want to be you want to be just you want to be destructive to your Game of Thrones viewing experience. Go watch the first two or three episodes of the original Game of Thrones, like this season. I mean, the first season. It's it's better than you remember. Yes, I believe it. <laughs> and and I, and I just I just I wasn't prepared for that. You know, I wasn't prepared to be like, wow, what the fuck has happened? Like. I don't know. Like I, I, I I'd like it. to bring up that the crossbows that uh, they made for Euron had um, octopus. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, they're fucking awesome. Yes, that's. I, I, I think that was a move in a positive direction. I, 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 I was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll give you this. I'll give you this. Set design this season has been out of this goddamn world. Like, like there's so many people working on this production that are like, it's their heart and souls. Like, like whoever, the, whoever these ladies that are like fucking like. Uh, like sewing all like this fucking armor all yes. over the place, and then it's like the they're like, oh yeah, incredible this season. Like they look amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, everything everything looks fantastic, and like whoever is doing Amelia Clarkson's like dresser is like, holy god, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what Carter Taylor is following her around Westeros, but ever since she good. got to Westeros, it's very, it's much better. That's just, there's no, there's no like Princess Leah slave gowns. Ooh, How about that? One of the spinoffs should be like 
should be like next top model, but with Game of Thrones versions. <laughs> <laughs> or our next top model should just have like a Game of Thrones episode. They probably have. Okay. I bet they have. They have. I'm sure they have. It's probably a thing that's happened. Oh, I'm gonna search that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So here, here's my next question, Braun. Like, where oh, are we going boy. with his character? Oh, boy. <laughs> like, what's I'm gonna so excited. <laughs> right? So, to fill everyone in, he, like, comes north and, I guess, like, teleports somehow through, like, the little finger magic tunnels. Good and he, Lord, <laughs> he yeah. comes okay. up north. So, there's not a next top model thing, but one of the next top model contestants eloped in a Game of Thrones-themed wedding. Oh, my oh, God. It's, go. it's actually pretty fantastic. I'm That's loving a- it. Sunny news. Go check it out. How do you elope in a wedding? (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Trevor. Trevor, (laughs) Trevor. (laughs) As I found out with weddings, it's not what what matters. It's just whatever the fuck you want it to be. How about that? But she speaks, it should make gay people really angry that we like haven't took this this long. All right. No one Jack, cares if you're straight. It's just you. whatever you want to do. Sean, Sean, Jack, get the fuck out. I'm Sean. shutting this down. All right. So back to serious things that we're discussing here. If um, I want to get married with a pinata ceremony, I can do it. Why the fuck is that okay? All right. All right. <laughs> but I, I'm like legitimately confused about where they're going with Bron because, you know, he had. He had this relationship with Tyrion, and now it's Ugh. like, I'm going to come north, and I'm going to threaten to kill everybody, and I want to have a castle, but now they guess Cersei had promised him River Run, and then and then Tyrion promises him High Garden, but Jamie gets upset about that, so it's it's we don't really know what's going to happen there. Are they going to like kill him or what? Um, like, where, where are we going with him as a character? How is he still alive? I don't know. <laughs> well, the scene so. is just so... Again, perfectly ludicrous. Like, he has a crossbow that he gets through all these soldiers. He goes perfectly to this room. Nobody reacts at all. No shocked. one finds him. They all, it's just, again, like, super soap opera. It's just like a set. He just walks in. He, like, shoots a bolt, and then they don't be like, hey, you have to reload that. <laughs> like, don't tackle him and take the goddamn crossbow away from him. They act like it's a fucking revolver in the goddamn western it's like so ludicrous the setup of it (laughs) and just in general yeah it's just like it's just silly it's just like again like people like brawn we got to have some brawn stuff like that's all it feels like to me it's like i didn't give a shit about brawn anymore i love brawn but like who cares you got his story let me <laughs> tell you why it matters. This is my is my, is okay. my dumb dumb idea for you, Ben. Yes. I'm, I'm I'm in it. I'm in it now. We're doing this. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think we're having another one of these scenes. Um, he's gonna sneak into like past the siege at King's Landing or wherever this time, and Probably. he's gonna double the price again. And oh, um, you know, like what could possibly be higher than High Garden? It's gonna be the Iron Throne. It's gotta be the Iron Throne. Oh, Jack, I, I think what? Braun is your Fortinbras. <laughs> that's the only way your theory for like a Fortinbras. That's, that's, uh, that's the only way it works. That's, Trevor, that's uh, so ridiculous. We should we should have <laughs> a who Thank we you. should have a who is the Fortinbras is just gonna be code on this show for long shot sits on the throne after everyone kills everyone else because uh, it's like Sam sits on the throne. Sam could be a Fortinbras, but I agree. The Brom is Brom would be a really good Fortinbras candidate. So it's all the cutthroats who paved the paved the. I right. did like that speech. I wish it happened like you know in a better scene. But I was God waiting for me. someone to make that speech. Like I did God like help that. Me. There would be nothing more masturbatory than Sam sitting on the Iron Throne. That'd be like the worst. Ew. Sorry, well, I'm sorry. I need it. Sorry, Sam is awful. I 
I don't like Sam either. Yeah, he's just a why don't you like, piece of Why don't you like shit. Sam? Because he takes credit for things that aren't his. One. Two. Somehow he survived. Yeah, he should be yeah, dead. He, 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 did, he did hide like a bitch. Like, he, did, <laughs> he was like, he was like in a pile of corpses. Like, <laughs> like that was, it was like, they, I li- I'm glad they didn't give Sam a hero moment like they did previous seasons. Like, in this one, Sam's just like, I'm a bitch! Don't eat me! <laughs> Yeah, what's his purpose? I don't understand. Well, his purpose is... Gotta write the Song of Ice and Fire. (laughs) Well, that's the problem is a lot of characters are completing their purposes and then just hanging around. Like, the problem is his purpose was to tell tell fucking John that he's Aegon Targaryen. Yeah, and Bran Bran's just like sitting around being Bran like, could have done that. <laughs> Creepy. Yeah. Well, arguably, Bran did influence events, and this is another just writing gripe that I have: is whenever Jon's in the weir in in the Godswood facing his sisters, like, gotta make this choice, and he looks at Bran, and Bran, like a total narc, is like, "It's your choice, man." Out loud, it's like, mm, can't really not say anything after that. Sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I can't. Well, that's my problem. Can't with, that's my problem with with Sam and. Bran is that the show only needs one of those characters because they both they both basically serve the same purpose where they have some sort of secret knowledge that the audience doesn't know and will reveal it at an opportune time but we don't need both of them to do it um and both Bran and, and who and Sam uh, uh, yeah. well, we don't really need yeah. either of them anymore God, Bran's best line was like, hmm, yeah, you like this wheelchair? I had it made from specs for like a thousand years ago. <laughs> I mean, the problem, the problem with this show inherently is that the only actual characters we need for the rest of the series is Cersei and whoever kills her. That's, that's, <laughs> and we don't know who it is, so whatever. <laughs> I do, I do think, I do think this is not going to age well. Like this whole section right here, I do think it's not great right now, and I think it's going to age worse. And I think that's. Oh, the overnight there is a Starbucks cup found on a table. So oh, it's aged well. Dude, already. you know, you know that's Amelia Clarkson's like Starbucks that she's just got under the table because she's just been doing six million shoots there, and she's just like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> I thought about whose it was. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean it's, the it's, fact it's it, this is a very con- like I will say like it, it, I get why it when I actually said like how the fuck does this happen? I get why it happens because it, it, the shoots oh. are. Oh. Notor- the great thing about movies I kind of love is that like you have everything around the little square box that you have to film is garbage. It's just like a pile of garbage everywhere. <laughs> like it's right, like right. wires yeah. and <laughs> crap and coats and and uh, coffee cups and all kinds of crap. And you're just trying to get that one little shot. So that's why I like shit like that happens. But like to me, it's like. You got all the money in the world. How you didn't see that and just mat it out real quick? That's really that, shocking to me. Yeah, I think that's. I think this is where like they're spending a lot of money, but the level, the post editing production. I'm very curious about here, man. Yeah, because like, like I think someone was on their phone during this. I guess a dialogue scene, whatever. I, <laughs> you know? I, I I understand how the shot happened. I understand how the shot happened. How it got to live TV is the thing that blows my goddamn mind. Right. Yeah, it's not like well, it ruined it for me. Right thing. No, I it's just it's just first pass, it's just but it does, like that doesn't that doesn't bother <laughs> no, me. No, and now you know it's there. I don't, now I don't, you I don't. know. No, 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 no. I caught that. I didn't say anything, but I caught that in live TV. It's an egregious error. Like it's an egregious thing. Because I was looking at her and I was like, "Whoa, what's Danny drink?" And I'm like, "Wait, what?" And, <laughs> and like me and me and Katie backed it up like three times, like to check because I thought it was. And then I backed up to the wrong location. And I and I got really out of sync with you guys watching it. And I was very upset about it because I was like, "Oh no, Miss Andy dies." Fuck. 
Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that doesn't bother me as much. What what does bother me is that they've got such a large budget and they decided they're going to condense the season down into six episodes when clearly it would have been better served by having, you know, 12 or 13 so we can actually kind of build out what's going on with these characters. And the lazy writing, and I, I, I feel bad saying it, but you've got so much money, guys. Come on. We, we could have just done it like we've done all the other seasons. You you got so much money in two fucking years. Like, what? What? <laughs> what? I don't necessarily want to call it... <clears throat> I don't want to necessarily call it lazy myself. I, I agree. I agree with Trevor on this. I don't necessarily think it's yeah. lazy. Like, like let's call it, let's call it, let's call a fish a fish. Like, this is bad. Then, then, I'm, I'm very drunk, guys. I'm very sorry. This is... I'm too... I'm officially too drunk for this podcast. Yeah, I... <laughs> Sean agrees. I I agree with you. You're, I mean, you are drunk. It's fine. But but the point, it's not. I don't want to. Sean, so the day Sean Solis kicks me off a podcast for being too drunk is a very dark day. But it's still not as bad. Hey. Oh yeah, yeah. But, but it's it's just it's so frustrating because they literally it could have been. So much more thought out, and I, I don't understand why why it wasn't. That, see, that's ultimate. I mean, you know, it's just like I, I feel like I'm not upset with this season. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> I mean, oh, I think Christ. it could be a budgeting <laughs> thing. Like, there's so much climactic battle sequences that have to happen, and 50-some-odd days or nights of shoots, like, you know, for them to add another episode in there, I can see how that's like maybe a one thing or the other, and you have to choose one kind of thing. I, Dude, I don't which know. is also they, weird because like they could have gotten more, like to me, and like it's they took yeah. an extra year, an extra year for this. It's like like there's gotta be yeah. there's gotta be some fight, right? Like there's gotta be some battle we've yet to see that's just like insanely intense, right? Like that's that's what has to be happening. one that you have to watch personally. I think I'm, I have a lot of hope for the next episode. I don't know why, because I'm pretty, pretty, you know, sad about this whole season. But, you know, it can be- I mean, but here's the thing, too. Like, all of the fucking happenings in this season, I mean, in, in the show, have to resolve itself next episode. And then there's a falling action episode after that. Like, that's, like, think how fucking intense that is. Like, episode six could be a time skip episode. Like, literally, we're down to the goddamn wire where it needs to tell us what the fucking whole point of Game of Thrones was at this point. Yeah. And I'm sort of sitting here like, okay. Yeah. That's, that's the problem, <laughs> is that I think the expectations, I mean, not only because it's the last season, so the expectations are already very high. But because it's only six episodes, like, the wait for each episode is incredibly... There's, there's so much that has to happen yeah, well, um, for, the, for the series to make sense and for everyone's expectations to be met, right? Like, we've all been invested in this for a very long time. Um, so it's just... It's upsetting that they've, they've decided that they're going to, to again, do what, this the, in, like... The five people doing a day-after-podcast is, like, are invested in this? Oh, God, how, how is that a thing? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, but again, I mean, that's the thing is like, if you just view this episode standing alone, like it was it was good TV. I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. What? 
<laughs> but oh, it's nothing so much, happened other than like a weird beheading and a dragon murder. Like, so like yeah, the intrigue. What else, what else the intrigue some, wasn't even on screen. Somehow, like, somehow a dragon drive by shooting by boat. Like, what? What is that even? Dude, there is nothing on television. I think. I think like, the bigger issue is that they try to pivot us. back to intrigue with this episode, and we don't see Sans and Arya's reactions to the Targaryen thing. I think if you're gonna have that reveal, then I mean, and that'd be like a big deal. Then I, I kind of wanted to see it. I mean, maybe arguably crazy. there's nothing narratively that needs to happen there, but. I just from I how done, can it like, not? It down. She begged him not for that to happen. How is like if 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 all it comes down to is it's important that somebody told Tyrion that I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> well, and Tyrion told Varys, and now all of Westeros knows. And like pivoting back to Tyrion and Varys, <laughs> Varys, like you the, whore. Like that's yeah. sorry. <laughs> well, like Varys' character makes sense. Like from, from the beginning of season one, he said, "You know, I serve the realm." So that 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 makes sense. But like. I feel like Tyrion and Varys, like, I'm waiting for that dialogue that's some of the best dialogue in the show, right? But it feels like they're, like, addressing, like, fan theories, like, taken off of Twitter a little bit. Like, well, no, they can't get married because of this reason. It's like, well, yeah, that makes sense. But, like, I, you know, like, it just feels a little bit like, well, yeah, we have to address, like, the things. Yeah, but Varys has never We've all been thinking about. He's never mattered as a character, right? Because he doesn't have, he doesn't have an army. Like, there's just nothing he can really do. Um, like he was never able to well, overthrow. He, died, no? he was never able to overthrow Cersei, right? And he, clearly, Cersei is or bad Joffrey. for the realm. And well, the he brokered for Ned to take the black. That was his initiative, and it would have happened if Joffrey didn't decide otherwise. And what's upsetting to me about this piece is that Varys is like, "Oh, I, we can't have Danny because she's gonna like kill all the people in King's Landing." Like, Danny is a better alternative than Cersei, dude. Like, what the fuck, Varys? Like, yeah, it it does seem to be like like we're just we're we're like a lot of a lot of smart people are being very dumb for the purposes of the show and adding drama. I disagree. I think Varys' turn on Danny makes well. I think Varys' turn on Danny makes sense. Does Danny's turn make sense? No, but I think no. it makes sense for Varys that, to go. That's 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 fair. Yeah. That's that's actually a very fair point. Enough people have made illogical decisions at this point for like other people's <laughs> no, other I, people's to be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" But like, I, I, I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't think the showrunners consider Danny illogical, which is the like Cersei is still like one of the more entertaining characters to watch at this point because her her. Like the the most strategic thing that's happened in Game of Thrones, guys. Like in terms of like what we come to it for, I think arguably has been Cersei like bringing the common people into the Red Keep. Like good good move. Like you know check like that's been like, that's that's been the most interesting like strategic thing that's happened. Yeah, but let's, also the not, let's not that, forget like, that Cersei Cersei was gonna let everyone fucking die right at the hands of the white walkers because it was better for her strategically for you know her her calculation was well either danny or john die fighting the white walkers or it doesn't matter because we're all going to die anyway so i'm not going to go help them and for for varus to say yeah that person is in the best interest of the realm so i'm going to help he's not saying that he's saying john is i disagree i think he's saying he's Fully yeah, intends to support John John's claim. To John the doesn't throne. have a fucking army. He's like attached to Danny. 
There's that's John. Not, John has the north. That's the question. I, I, I agree. John, nothing, like Danny's point nothing. about John having the north and the veil. Like John has exactly what Ned had. Like don't, let's not let's not let's not be let's be careful here, because John John absolutely is better placed to conquer Westeros than anyone else. But he doesn't. How he doesn't have a dragon, and he's Dude. already pledged his loyalty to Danny. So I don't. Dude, I, I think I think the point about John is that like. Like once the North gets together, there's not really much you can fucking do about it. Like, I, I and I think that like he's got the wildlings, he's got everyone, and yeah, they're well, all. He doesn't have the wildlings anymore. The wildlings are fuck, yeah, they fuck, established that. Like, but God help me if the wildlings wouldn't come help John now. And I think dude, I think Tormund that would point, totally be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna help John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go kill the dragon queen. I don't care. I'll yeah. butt rape a dragon because I'm Tormund, and I don't care about Brienne. Apparently, sorry. Yeah, I'm very upset about that know? decision. I don't know why. Like, I like. I know that that character is probably a bad choice overall, but I, I don't know why that bothers me. So you <laughs> think that's what's gonna happen? Is the is the John's gonna decide that he wants to? No, like, no, John will never do that. But I think the point is, is like you know, it's it's various. This point, like it'll cast aspersions upon her rule. People will doubt her, and I was like, okay. Yeah, but Varys, it's just, it's just he hasn't thought it out. It doesn't make any sense because John's not. It doesn't just, make any sense. Uh, well, okay, <laughs> no one made sense. any sense this episode, <laughs> and like that's why Var- that's the only reason Varys makes sense because Varys is probably sitting here like no one makes any sense anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like what happened to human emotion? Like Jesus, I, I this is what I thrive on, and in this world of unhuman humans doing dumb shit, I don't know what to do. That's Varys. I have a terrible Varus voice. All right, so what have we not? There what have we not talked about? Uh, you're on Greyjoy. To- what, what's like? What's that motherfucker doing? He, as I said before, say it again. He's just a professional wrestler. He might as well be like, "That's Euron's music," <laughs> and then he comes in on like <laughs> the wings of an ocean. He's like, he's like so ridiculous, and like it, it is like also very ridiculous that like. Tyrion straight up says that Cersei's pregnant, and he's not like, "What?" <laughs> he's just yeah. like, "Yeah, that makes sense." That's a good point. He is. He is. I, I mean, I don't know if he's supposed to be as ridiculously dumb as he is, but he's like gotten away with a lot of shit and like done a lot to like fuck up people's stuff. And I hate that he's become like a clutch for the writers to be like, "Yeah, throw Euron in there. He'll fuck some shit." Up. <laughs> Euron's gonna do something. <laughs> Pirate King. Yeah. <laughs> good at boats. <laughs> all right so what do we think is going to happen in the next two episodes let's go predictions next episode title road to clegane bowl is going to be a bob hope bean crosby style 1940s uh buddy road comedy it's just going to be clegane and Arya doing banter all the way to king's landing the occasional intercut musical number uh trevor gets me now i've made trevor get me now (laughs) that sounds awesome Think about it. Think about it. You know, you, you, yeah, everybody I mean, wants that more than whatever comes next. I mean, <laughs> there has to be a Clegane Bowl. They've set it up yeah, too hard. God. And like, it's like, I used to be excited for how stupid that was going to be and like legitimately hyped and like part of that whole meme culture. And like, I couldn't mean less care. Like, yeah, whatever. Fine. Clegane Bowl. Great. Awesome. <laughs> like, it's just where I'm at right now. <laughs> but they got I mean, he's obviously, he's there. They've, they've, the mountain's done nothing. Zombie mountain's done almost nothing besides uh, be like kind of a stooge. 
Uh, yeah. yeah. Also, Bisandai, if you know you're going to die, just drag her down with her. Make, make a suicide jump. Why not? I'm not blaming her. I'm just saying, you know, that's what I would do. Because she had to die nobly. Nobly? Nobly. Like, telling them to burn everybody? Is that noble? I don't know. It's better than jumping to death. But but take it seriously with you. It's dignified. I'll give you that. Doing a a, you're coming with me? That's that's fun. That's just fun. (laughs) It's a good time at the movies. That's all that is. <laughs> it did feel kind of stagey. What did y'all think of Tyrion? Like, I, I'm sorry, Sean has moved to Son. Well, it's like up, that stage um, in in general. Like, what what happened to <laughs> King's Landing? It's like a it's behind it's like there. a desert. It's, it's back there somewhere. It's somewhere <laughs> yeah. around there. What, what 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 crummy port did they go to? That's like King's Landing East. We don't go there. It's kind of shitty. <laughs> it's like what was that place? Yeah, I you know. Uh, the whole Miss Andy thing I thought was I mean I get it I understand people are like well how did she you know I I get that she I'm not actually mad I get what they were doing it's just it's just all kind of hokum yeah they just didn't yeah Tyrion like calling out to her child thing like yet again (laughs) and her like she's totally just gonna take that as a threat like I get why that's like the only thing he has to stand on but it's also very all right Tyrion's gonna pull something here and he just comes back to the same same old thing well and it didn't even work because the last yeah and it just didn't it didn't have a huge emotional impact for me right because it hadn't really developed missandei a whole lot as a character lately like I totally get that Rainworm was kind of bummed out about it, but um kind of bummed out about <laughs> oh my it. <laughs> That's so cold. <laughs> but you know, it was just one of those things where at least for me as the viewer, I, I was just like, okay, you know, I figured that she was probably gonna die. Um it would be the same thing as if um if like Tormund died, I'd just be like, Okay, like Tormund was probably gonna die this this season. <laughs> okay. You know, it just wasn't I wasn't like terribly impacted by it um and it didn't seem like the kind of thing that would just like take danny over the edge like the combination of like her dragon getting killed and like missande dying she's like oh okay we're gonna like kill all these people now yeah i don't away from her so hard it's hard for me to see them (laughs) writing it to having her on the iron throne by the end of it for sure yeah it'd be like yet another reversal and it'd be feel, feel very frustrating i think i don't know the only, I mean, I think the thing too is that I'm disappointed that their writing seems to be the biggest detriment because, like, if that happened now and Danny had been very logical up till now and that happened and Danny took a turn, I would buy the turn so much more. Like, they, they put the cart before the horse here in terms of my view of it. Like, here's a major thing Rhaegar dies, Viserion died, Missandei died, and then Danny starts acting illogically. Totally, and it's just like a descent of her character. Totally logical. I get it. You know, like I would buy that. I don't buy Danny just being weird, 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 and then Miss Sande being the final thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, <laughs> are you guys ready? I'm very proud of the cocktail for this week. Yeah, yeah let, please. Me, let me do discourse oh. real oh, quick. Because yeah. another, another, we have had one point, four episodes, one point. Crazy. 
craziness. I think we're yeah, gonna, this is a tough one. I think I think we may end with Jack winning by with Jack points. winning because <laughs> oh my Theon. god, that's gonna be terrible. Yeah, <laughs> Theon, Theon Greyjoy carries Jack to victory. Yes, <laughs> god damn it. It's the only thing he carried to victory. Hell, oh. Oh. Oh, he's um, when in doubt, bet on Theon suffering. Yes, it's true. <laughs> this is true. Um, so yes, another another episode where nobody of our of our Remaining nine has died, um, but I do have how much everyone has left. As you mentioned already, Sarah's out of the race, but I have four, Jack has four, Jenna has three, Trevor has four, and Sean has two. But I will note that I have um, Cersei, so hopefully, hopefully. (laughs) For next episode, you have Cersei? I do. Who do I have next episode? I don't even know. I should just fucking look. Jamie and well, I had Theon. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> I promise. I'm very I sorry. Sound. I'm very sorry. I don't know why I laughed that hard. Uh, <laughs> I have I have John next episode. Do I have? I have episode? I have Tyrion and Cersei. So I'm I might I might I might do all right. I'm hoping. I got nothing. I got. I have Cersei. I have Cersei and Danny in six. God help. God help me. Yeah. Well, like Sansa's not fucking there. So what the fuck? Yeah. God, Sansa's gonna live just like by like not fucking being there. <laughs> That's super <laughs> annoying. That's that is that is super super annoying. Sorry. Yep. Alrighty. Well, all right, that's what's the it cocktail, for this motherfucker? Motherfucker. Cocktail all right, hour? the cocktail this week is, uh, it's actually, it's, this comes, uh, as a suggestion based on the bartender at, uh, at, a, one of my favorite places called Vin Rouge in downtown Durham. Mm. Uh, his name's Mike and he makes a fine, uh, cocktail and he suggests this week, this is, I call it, we call it, uh, Rhaegar's Pyre. And, uh, this one is actually, what you're going to do is, it's a very, it's very essential, it's essentially a Manhattan. What you're going to do is you're going to do some Carpano Bianco, uh, sweet vermouth i do recommend having a good vermouth so if you're going to do this uh then you're going to do some like a, just a basic rye whiskey so you're going to get a rye whiskey carpano bianco so you're going to do two ounces of rye whiskey oh no let me pull it up god damn it sorry i had it right here god damn it my computer i hate you why would you do this to me at this <laughs> crucial moment ah, i hate you i hate you i hate you okay um uh, Alright, let me just make sure I don't get this wrong. Ah, filling time. Tap dancing, tap dancing, tap dancing. Somebody talk. It's gotta be good. <laughs> it's gotta be good, sweet vermouth. It can't be shitty, sweet vermouth. Well yeah, you gotta do that. Do Dolan if you're if you're if you're very against like Carpana Bianco, Dolan's a good sweet vermouth. Do not do Rosie. No one has ever liked Rosie. Rosie tastes like a fucking like it just tastes like your ass. Like I don't know. <laughs> Alright, so Two ounces of rye whiskey. I'll accept Canadian if you're poor. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Two ounces of rye whiskey. Three fourths of an ounce of sweet vermouth. Uh, I'm looking. I really would recommend Carpano Bianco. You're gonna put that over ice with a dash of bitters. I would recommend some orange bitters for this cocktail. I had a little bit of a disagreement with Mike on this. Mike likes Angostura. I like a sweet orange bitters. Uh, I think the orange helps a little bit. Uh, so go ahead and mix that over ice. And while you're doing that, you're gonna grab a uh, La Prague whiskey or any other. I think I want a smoky Islay scotch here. You need. Re- you really need a smoky scotch. Is what you need. So specific. Specifically Islay, get some of that peat in there, and you're going to wash your glass with a little bit of that Islay scotch, because God knows we need to get rid of that Game of Thrones whiskey we bought. Uh, So toss that out, (laughs) uh, because it's bad. Toss it out of the glass, and then pour 
all of that really nicely basic Manhattan into the glass. It is going to add to that rye whiskey a smoky depth of flavor, and you can just imagine Danny's dragon burning. Because <laughs> like, why not? <laughs> or getting shot by a crossbow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had I have a couple cro- clever crossbow names. I have I have more clever Game of Thrones themed names than I have. Like drinks. drinks. That's a fact. <laughs> that actually sounds quite lovely. I think I'll make it. it is, yeah, it's basically it's basically. I think this is the thing. I've always I've never liked the Rob Roy, which is a Scotch based, uh, which is just essentially a Scotch based Manhattan. Uh, this is a good way to do it because you're incorporating get like a very powerful peaty Scotch. There's some cheap options. I just anything from Islay, La Prague's a good option. Uh, I did this. I did this drink with uh, Lagavulin, which is a little bit of a waste of Lagavulin, well, but you don't really do need that much to wash the glass with. Toss it out, and it adds a lot of that smoke flavor without making it super overpowering. So it just makes a very nice, lovely, spicy drink. Uh, yeah, the orange a- uh, garnish with an orange peel. Make sure to get all that. Uh, oh no, no, garnish with a lemon because you're doing rye. Don't mm. want to do orange. Yeah. Yeah, my thing is every time I mix with scotch, I'm just like, why am I not just drinking the scotch? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I understand that. I think I think there is like a legit use to like – I think I've come around to the washing the glass with the scotch is the way to do it. You put a little bit in there and then you add that smoke. You add a little liquid smoke and then you just wash it out and then it, it adds a lot of – it can add some depth to some nice things. Also, dashes of absinthe is the new thing. That will be in a cocktail next week, which I'm very excited about. Dude, I had I had a glass of absinthe when I was watching uh, the Why? before last. Why? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had Why? I hadn't done like, it for a long time. I I, I like absinthe lovely. in cocktails. Don't get me wrong, but I I am not a I am not an absinthe fan by any stretch. No, it, it like it brought me back. It brought me back to college. Was I think it was the last what, time? What? I had. When were you drinking absinthe in college? Like what? Probably when Will Shroud with Will. <laughs> oh, that is. That's like the only time I drank absinthe too. God damn. And it was like. It was kind of like, oh, this isn't too bad, you know. It's not, it's not a substitute for like drinking scotch. But I'm like, okay, I can see why you would have a glass. Yeah, they, you know what? Absinthe and the wormwood stuff was all fake because wine producers, when absinthe was becoming big, were just concerned that they were going to put them out of business. Wine was concerned that absinthe was going to put them out of business. <laughs> like that's that's just a weird. It was like a French winemakers were concerned about. And they like made all this stuff up about wormwood and stuff. So that's, I like that's how we're all like we we we'd prefer to have a, a liquor slash cocktail podcast as opposed to a Game of Thrones podcast. Which uh, shows, which we, shows where I, we I'm not I'm not done with you about this because we should like talk about it. <laughs> all right, dear friends. Well, I think we're I think we're out of time uh, for this for this episode. So please join us next week when we will be discussing season eight, episode five. Uh, which I suspect will be a big fucking battle scene, so it should be fun. Same director uh, as the nope, big battle scene. Nope, Bones. So, yep. <laughs> anyway, from, uh, from everyone at uh, Feast for Roses, it's been, uh, it's been fun. My name is Sean Solis. Uh, we've got Ben Howard. Thanks, guys. Jack Newman. Yeah, I'm going to go drink. <laughs> <laughs> <Channel>. <laughs> Have a great one. Happy birthday, Jack. Yeah! And Trevor. Bye. Apparently, Trevor doesn't wish me a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jack! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was very disruptive. Uh, we all have to do it. <laughs> <laughs>